It's derby time. Come on, tell your friends. We'll go to many distant lands. With Dan the coach and Jackie the skater, the fun will never end. It's derby time. Welcome to the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. This is Jackie Bauer. Thank you for joining me today on the path to becoming better athletes, teammates, leaders, and human beings. Welcome back, team. I'm here to be your helpful resource on the Skate of the Union today. I had the time to watch it. I'm going to give you a summary for all the people who may have been at work or otherwise occupied. Please, if you do have the time, go ahead and give it a watch. It's available as a video on the WFTDA Facebook page. I believe they're also going to put it on the YouTube channel at some point. So you can watch the whole thing for yourself, but if you don't got time for that and you just want somebody to give you a quick recap, hey, Jackie Bowers here. I'm here to do this sort of thing for you. I know you all have some pressing questions, so let's just get to it. First off, obs. Obviously, there are no cups, playoffs, or champs in 2021. I think we all knew that was a given, but it is true. There's going to be no sanctioning and no rankings because they're really embracing the concept of community over competition. So WFTDA wants to focus on development of a regional system, and they're also going to set up a game registration system to obtain data on games played. So to me, that sounds like Okay, when y'all start having games again, you can totally send us your info and we'll kind of keep track of it. But, you know, it's just for, you know, so we know, but it doesn't really count. So we're not sanctioning, but we are kind of keeping an eye out on where you maybe are at. So you can play games, but it doesn't count exactly. So that's a thing. Uh, Also, they're going to focus on rebuilding leagues at the ground level and the emphasis being on safely rebuilding roller derby skills. And hey, while we're rebuilding these leagues from the ground level, how about equity and anti-racism when we're looking to get going again? Seriously, we are restarting from zero, all of us. I don't know anyone who was able to maintain during any of this actually practicing roller derby and running a roller derby league, I think almost everybody took like some sort of time off. So when you resume, this is when you can really embrace these ideas and really look at what your process was before and how to improve it. And obviously we have the new This Is Roller Derby training plan too to be implemented. So I think this is great because we all get to restart together. We're restarting our skills from the beginning together and just kind of feeling things out with our bodies and remembering each other while we're at it, right? (laughs) 
So the plan for 2022 is regional recovery and gameplay, registration of games, and having recognized tournaments and events. So this is really interesting. Basically, in whatever area you're in, if it is safe enough to play, hey, go ahead and start having some games and let us know how they went at the WFTDA level and maybe start having some tournaments and events where in the past, a lot of us looked at tournaments as, oh, this is an opportunity to get all our sanctioned games in in one weekend or a good deal of them in any case. But now tournaments next year are going to be a place to build community and get skaters and volunteers experience again. Skaters can experience multiple games in a day. Volunteers can experience what that felt like. Announcers can let their voices warm up again as they talk for a really long time about what's going on. Uh, so it's it's a return to play for everybody. And they want to have the framework for 2022, a competitive framework, ready by the end of the year. What does that mean? I don't think it's sanctioning, but I think they're trying to put steps into place for what competitive roller derby will be like before going back to sanctioning uh in any case if you're like really worried about this point you can go ahead and email them i think more information is coming out really soon so i'm okay with just a wait and see now as far as return to play goes <laughs> there have been a lot of people on the internet expressing some opinions like hey what gives well, gives WFTDA, I want to play roller derby now. When do I get to play my roller derby? Other people play in their sports. Where's my sport? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, granted, it's incredibly frustrating that ours was the one sport that completely shut down for the duration, it felt like, while other sports did come back a lot quicker. Um, and WFTDA has heard the concerns over the lack of speed, over the changing conditions. Uh, the thing a lot of us have been talking about is vaccines are a lot more uh, widely available in a lot of areas. Of course, that's different from region to region. Uh, for example, in the U.S., there is absolutely a focus on getting people fully vaccinated as quickly as possible, whereas in Canada, I think the focus is get everyone at least one shot as quickly as possible because that'll help and then get the second shot later. And both of these are perfectly valid ways to approach it. And, uh, but it does change, you know, what the specifics are for making a new guideline. So WFTDA is trying to make plans that are flexible and can include everyone, recognizing that different governments are doing things in different ways. Of course, the vaccine is becoming available in different ways, of course. And apparently the return to play guidelines were updated in March, 2021. Honestly, I didn't hear about it, but I haven't been quite as on top of news as I used to be in the past. And I think a lot of you are the same because I can tell by the social media numbers in response to things, not as many people are paying attention to roller derby news because maybe they've just assumed, I don't know when it's coming, whatever, I've got other stuff to do now. And that's cool. That's okay. And I, I appreciate those of you who remain subscribed to the podcast so I can at least help fill you in every once in a while when my ear is to the ground. And importantly, 
the next update for return to play guidelines will happen in June. So they are working on it. <laughs> They're working on the specifics of adjusting the guidelines and June's not too far away. Right now it is May 21st. June's right around the corner. I don't know when in June, but that is soon. Soon we will hear something. But the the sneak peek we were given in this skate of the union was that the new pre-baseline updates will include a four-week minimum, which people weren't sure about. Like, does that mean like uh, four weeks of of what? <laughs> uh, but I'm sure that'll be coming out soon. Uh, they're encouraging outdoor-only practice, or maybe you're in a pavilion or some other like super well-ventilated space that is close to being an outdoor space. And the focus being on non-contact drills, like footwork, line drills, endurance with plenty of spacing. And this is very interesting. We're supposed to come back in pods, pods of six to 10 people and small group focus programming. Now, on the one hand, I'm bummed because I want to see all my friends. I'm sure you're feeling the same way. I want to see everybody. How do I determine who I get to do this practice with? How, how do I get in the good pod, you know, <laughs> the pod with my besties? But on the other hand, when I really think about it, I like the idea of this small group focus because uh, I think it'll make it easier to see where we need the work as individuals because it's always hard to coach a large group and really see everybody and you do your best. But I think in a smaller group, you might be able to see, okay, um, everyone has lost some, some muscle, obviously. Everyone has lost some endurance. Uh, but what can we do to get that going better again? Uh, what do we need as far as our skating skills go? Because skating is a very different skill than just going outside and going for a bit of a run or a bicycle ride. It, it uses different parts of your body. So we're all going to be getting to know that again. So I think that part does sound good for the attention each of us will get. But the bummer part is how, how do we determine the groups and who will I be skating with? I, I do want to skate with like the people who I super enjoy and I enjoy everyone in my league, but you know, if you were given the choice to go do a drill with some folks, you know who you want to be with, you know, <laughs> um, also another important thing that has come up that they addressed is there have been several injuries from people just jumping back into playing because they're so excited. Like, yay, roller derby. Yay, roller derby. Oh, my ankle. So uh, the WFTDA does want to, you know, recommend the types of training to work on, you know, the stuff that'll get those ankles strong again. We want strong ankles. <laughs> um, also, another important thing to think about when you're thinking about return to play that was stressed very much in the skate of the union is the reminder, many community members may not be able to get a vaccine due to medical conditions. And uh, the guidelines that are in place right now do allow for vaccinated and non-vaccinated folks. So 
you do not all have to be vaccinated to come back. And yeah, we're not allowed to ask people. So try to be inclusive in your planning. Uh, and some people can't get the vaccine. So it wouldn't be cool to leave them out. And you can account for them. You can make the space as safe as possible for them. Uh, the next section they talked about was equity in training and participant-centered development. Reminding everyone, again, uh, the aspects of this is roller derby. One size does not fit all. Gameplay at every level. Roller derby is a safe space. We play one game. We train one game. Because... Clearly on social media, Double uh, H was saying she's been seeing some things that people are immediately talking about. Got to go get skills tested. My league says we need to be skills tested before we can do stuff again. And that is an outdated way of looking at things. The skill test is not in practice anymore going forward. That thing is gone. That thing is gone. Uh, put it in the back window. It's gone. So don't just do the old minimum skills test on everyone because it's familiar to you. It might make you feel better. Like the new program, honestly, is a way better way to train. And um, I really think all of us going through it together, starting from scratch, it's going to make it that much better, especially this very first time. Because let's say you've got, you know, your teammates together, you're going through the, the program Maybe you get to recruit some new skaters after certain stages of the guidelines have been met. You can do some recruiting and then they all get to be in there too. And we're all going through it together. We're experiencing it at the same time. And learning new skills will no longer be something that you did your first year as a skater. You are revisiting it now with new eyes. And for a new group of people too, hopefully we'll get some new members, everybody. Hopefully, we'll get to that point where we can invite more folks in. Another interesting development that has come about, the WFTDA is doing a COVID recovery fund. It's launching in June. And they say, yes, canceling everything to put the community first did lead to substantial financial loss for the WFTDA and its members. Plenty of leagues had deposits down for tournaments. Uh, plenty of leagues were counting on income from members, from ticket sales, from everything to stay afloat and are struggling. And uh, so they are going to be collecting funds in June and opening up applications in July. So if your league was heavily impacted financially, you should definitely look into this. And they did state there are going to be priorities for who gets approved for this program. Priorities including your level of anti-racism and uh, the the makeup of your league. Uh, so that's very interesting and you should look into it. And they also spent a lot of time on the art project, which is the committee that has gotten together to work on inclusion, anti-racism, uh, inclusion of uh, trans, everybody. Like they're trying to make everything more equitable and more inclusive. And 
Interestingly, the WFTDA got a summer research grant from Oxford College of Emory University. A student is going to go through data from the past WFTDA competitive games to study them for things like racism. That is super interesting. I am very much curious what's going to come out from this study, like actually having data about it. Someone's going to be putting work into this. That's that's very interesting. And it'll definitely help us with changing up things going forward and making roller derby a better place to be. And there was a message from Deadeye, who is president of the WFTDA board. And the message, I'll just go ahead and read this whole thing for you, because again, I am saving you time. With our sport on hold, 2020 was a powerful call to action, pushing us to reseed our foundational values as a community first and foremost. We cannot rebuild the structures that marginalized members of our sport. As Roller Derby returns in 2021, WFTDA is committed to creating new, equitable, and sustainable competitive pathways and deeper member engagement in building a community welcoming to everyone. Looking forward, we need to continue dismantling old and new barriers for our sport and others as lawmakers continue pushing anti-trans and other discriminatory legislation Roller Derby can and should take the lead in discussing the rights of transgender women in sport, pushing back on media outlets or policymakers who marginalize or other. So, yeah, that all sounds really good. The commitment going forward to not just, okay, everyone, let's go clock in and do things like we did before. Like, no, let's really look at what we did before and examine where are the barriers? Where are the areas of deep concern? And how can we make it better? Um, the art project did release a document of guiding principles. And that is available uh, somewhere in the forums of WFTDA. I don't personally have access to this stuff because I am not our WFTDA liaison person. Uh, so you guys have to go look at that part for me. And uh, it's just basically their commitment to community, community building, commitment to inclusion and accessibility, commitment to addressing harm and violence, commitment to accountability. Uh, and it, so it's basically going to lay out this is what we're trying to do and the steps we're taking to do it. And I think that that can be really helpful for your league. So if you are that person who can go access that stuff, please Go ahead, look, get a head start. Why not? And um, the task forces in the art project are looking at the WFTDA structure and competition. They're looking at communication and accessibility. They're going to be studying the officiating and rules, educational programming, and accountability and membership. So across the board, they are they are looking at the areas where roller derby could improve and does need to improve. And in closing, Double uh, H reminded everyone that uh, there are votes, outstanding votes that need to be done. Uh, so if you're one of those people who's supposed to be voting on stuff for the WFTDA, uh, maybe just hop in and do one of those real quick. Uh, for example, the new president hasn't exactly been like ratified or approved or whatever. 
y'all need to do. And also elections are coming up. So please consider getting involved, especially if you didn't like the way things were and you want to have a voice, you want to represent, go ahead, please. I, I think we can learn from all the really awesome task force people we've talked to this year that anyone can get involved. Don't think that you're too small or that you don't know enough. All you have to do is just get your foot in the door and ask, get involved, because it, it your qualification is really, do you care about roller derby and making the world a better place? And you want to put some of your effort and time into it? That's probably all you need to start with, really. Don't worry about your existing knowledge. This is how you can learn more. If you want to get involved in the process of what our sport can be for everyone, this is your chance. Also, Double H said thank you to the community, to everybody who followed the guidelines, because no other sport put lives before laces. And that means, as far as we know, roller derby had like zero breakouts of COVID because of the no competitive play. And there probably isn't another sport that can say that at all. So this was my quick little catch up for you uh, to help you out, save you some time. I hope it was helpful. I hope that now you can also be informed from my account of this to go talk to your league. And please, you want the specifics, do go listen to the original. I'll go ahead and put a link to it in the show notes so that you can get caught up, especially if you are involved in leadership in your league or in committee work uh, and you feel like you should get the first-hand account, please do. Uh, this is for the folks who are just kind of on the peripheral and want to know but don't have the time to go back and look. Uh, so thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you to our top-tier patrons on Patreon, Stevie Kicks, Tara Wiebenson, and Kristen. Thank you to all the patrons on Patreon. Thank you for sticking around. And thank you to Genergy for transcribing the episodes. They are available for free on Patreon whenever you want. Um, if you want to help with paying Genergy, please consider uh, becoming a patron. That would be super helpful. And um, I'm just going to say I have hope again for getting back to roller derby. And I'm going to allow myself cautious optimism for returning to play. I mostly just want to get my skates on and roll around a bit. And I think that is coming very soon. Thanks for listening. We have been talking about derby and sharing derby thoughts. Pew, pew! Thank you for listening to another episode of Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. I really hope those laser beams of positivity will carry through your day. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter at Power Fourth Whistle. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E. You can find fun videos of On and Off Skates training at our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Instagram. You could also support the podcast on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. The benefits of becoming a patron include fun stuff I can send you, like stickers, buttons, or shirts from our Threadless store. You can get access to our Discord server, bonus content, 
and free giveaways. Plus, patrons now have access to an ad-free version of the podcast that will download to your favorite podcast app each week, and everyone can access our transcribed episodes at patreon.com slash powerforthwhistle. If you like the content we provide and want to support us on this journey, please consider becoming a patron. If you want to expand your derby wardrobe, of course, another way to support the podcast is visiting our store at powerforthwhistle.threadless.com, where you can get our designs on just about any type of apparel or accessory you can dream up. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast anywhere you can. Leaving reviews is still the best way to help this podcast be found and spread those laser beams of positivity to more humans. Plus, it's a way you can give back that is completely free. Open up your Apple Podcast app, punch those stars, and leave me a pew pew!